Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled Woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Rusty Quill presents The Magnus Archives Episode 191 What We Lose John? What? Ah, it. John! What? 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 Sorry, what is sorry, it? Sorry, I... What? 
fine. I was, yeah. I was just startled. Hmm? We've not been many places you can sleep, so I... So what? You were sleeping with your eyes open again. Oh. All right. Just took me by surprise. Sorry. Not something I can help, I'm afraid. No, I, I, I know, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. Bad dream? Is there any other kind? Fair. Speaking of, how are your dreams? I know they used to be, you know, complicated. Oh, I don't know. I don't really remember them anymore. Honestly, it's not really even sleep these days. I can only do it when I'm disconnected from, well, everything. And it's more like, you know that feeling when you're right on the edge of falling asleep? Not quite dreaming, but not aware of stuff either. So, like, standby mode, then? <laughs> I suppose. What was I like at Salacers? Oh, you just completely conk out. Eyes open, obviously, because God forbid the creepy ever stops entirely. <laughs> but Thank you. You'd just be dead to the world. I actually got a bit worried once or twice, but you always woke up fine. You said you didn't dream. Sounded pretty happy about it, too. I imagine I was. Hey, I, I meant to ask. Do you recognise that woman? Celia? Um, no, I, I don't think so. Why? I, I swear she gave a statement once. What statement? I don't, I don't remember anything. What? Not down here, at least. It was... What was it? I thought she was making stuff up. I gave her some money. Why? She asked. Right. Do you think she remembers? I mean, she doesn't seem to remember her own name, so I'm guessing no. You could ask. Well, no, that'd just be weird. I mean... Hello? Sorry. Didn't wake you, did I? They asked me to check in on you. No, it's fine. We were up. I don't think we've met. I'm Martin. This is John. Hello? Right. And you are... Nope. No? As in your name's no? No, as in you don't get to know my name. I'm not stupid. <laughs> is that so? Names are how they see you. They're how they find you in the files. You can hide all you want, but if they know your name... They can see you, and take you away. I see. I tell people my name, then maybe they learn it. Then they come for all of us. You shouldn't have told me yours. I keep telling the others. Only the prophet names are safe. That's not how it works, John. What? She's talking complete rubbish. Have you been there, then? Have you fled through the endless cabinets, the, the labels that cut you, the things that put you in your place? No. So you don't know. But I've seen it. I know it. Oh, you know it, do you? Did it bleed you? No, but that's not actually... Then you don't know it. And you're not getting my name. Fine. Sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. So, Georgie and Melania, are they... They're gone. Out. They, they often go out. Sometimes they bring people back, but usually they just go for a while. Okay. Do you know when they'll be back? 
No. They walked their own path. Of course they did. Would you like some food? We have tins and biscuits, although the biscuits are really old. What's in the tins? Food. What food? Depends. Most of the labels are gone. Yesterday, I got black beans. All right, and that's good? Mm-hmm. Right, well, I could probably go for a tin. John? Any chance you could bring me something back? I'm feeling a little bit shaky. Do you need to make a statement? Actually, no. I haven't since we got down here. I suppose it must be the tunnels. Nice to be a bit more in control, although it does feel odd. Well, it's good to hear. I'll see what I can find. Are you coming? Yes, yes. Lead the way. You? Of course. Uh, Martin? Yeah? Oh, s- sorry, I, I didn't catch you. Aaron. Hi, Aaron. What's up? Sorry, j- um, j- um, did you lose a tape recorder? I found this... Oh. Huh. Yeah, it wasn't on when you found it, right? No. Um, hmm. Is it yours? I haven't seen it before. I thought it might be. Kind of, I guess. They follow us around a bit. Really? Oh, you, you don't need to worry. It's been happening for ages, before the world changed even. You can just ignore them. Since before the end? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a long story. Ask the prophets if you want, they'll explain. You don't believe in them, do you? In their power? I... knew them in the old days. So did Laverne. Yeah, I, I realise that, just... Look, it's complicated, okay? It's just a big pile of stuff that no one understands. I understand they are able to walk through this world without fear or danger. I understand they saved us, sir. Cool. Look, you should really talk to them about it, okay? I don't want to say the wrong thing. They said you also walked through the nightmares. That you share their power. Oh, I'm not sure. It's different, alright? We're different. Yes, you are. When I look at them, I see a future. I see hope. I don't know what I see when I look at you. (laughs) Okay, well, you're rude. I'm a poet. I speak the truth. Yeah, well, your truth is rude. You don't know anything about us, who we are, what we're doing. I know you look at us like we're idiots. You pity us, sir. That's not true. Liar. Who are you? Just appearing from nowhere with phantom tape recorders just scuttling in your wake? Why are you here? We're here to save the world, okay? Right? If you want more than that, go ask your prophets, okay? Just give me that. Any sign of them? No, but the others say it's pretty normal for them to be gone this long. Right. That said, the, uh... Locals are getting restless. Mm. I I get the impression our welcome isn't exactly unconditional. How's the uh, fuzziness? It's alright. Comes and goes. Yeah, you don't seem as bad as you were at Salasas. Hopefully you won't forget everything as soon as you leave the tunnels. I don't think I will. It was worse there. Though, 
You know, obviously, I don't, don't remember. So what do you think? You reckon they're going to help? I mean, they've got to, right? You're basically humanity's only hope. I mean, okay. Um, I hadn't really... Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, that's probably a bit too much pressure, yeah? A, a bit? I, I just meant that, look, either they help, or they just sit down here and hope it all magically works itself out. And they can't really think that's an option. Can they? I don't know. I know how Georgie gets about people in her care. If she thinks helping us will endanger them... Yeah. Melanie too. Hmm. And you're sure we can't find the way up on our own? Probably not. I'm cut off down here, and the layout seems different to before. The eye isn't, like, calling you or something? Oh, no, it is. But I can't get a clear reading on it down here. It's kind of maddening, actually, like being on a street you almost remember but can't find on a map. We might have to just try anyway. Yeah, but without a guide we could be wandering a long time. And apparently there are things wandering about there as well that well, might put us some resistance. Yeah, Laverne mentioned. Do you know what they are? Yep. They're, um... They're archivists. Come again? Did you ever listen to Gertrude's interview with uh, Sergeant Heller? Oh, that's a blast from the past. Uh, I think so. Uh, World War II, right? Under Alexandria? Saw some monster with a wi- Mm-hmm. Eye. Right. I'm not the first archivist. Not by a long way. Most of the others died like Gertrude, but some... lingered. And, well... Let's just say I'm not the only one that feels the Panopticon calling. Right. John, if... When we defeat the Eye, the Fears... What happens to you? Nothing good. I think it depends on what actually happens. If we figure out a way to defeat them, banish them somehow, kick them out of our reality and back to where they came from, I might survive. I think I'd stay more or less like this. We're weaker, but fundamentally still an avatar in a world where the fears are once again lurking on the edges. But I assume that's the best case scenario. Depends on your point of view, I guess. In the long term, all we'd have done is bought some time. If, however, we find a way to destroy or uh, eliminate the powers, I'm not going to be okay. There's too much of me that's part of the eye now. I don't know what would be left of me without it. Maybe I just die. Maybe I survive, but I lose something. My identity, my mind, my memories. I don't know.
Martin, when the time comes, I need you to promise me that you won't try to stop me. I promise. I love you, John. I love you too. But I'm not going to doom the world over it. Thank you. And you have to promise me that you're going to do everything in your power to live. That you're not going to sacrifice yourself at the first opportunity just because you feel guilty about what happened. I promise. Good. God, I hate these conversations. Yep. Heavy stuff. I miss small talk. We could talk about the weather for a bit, if you like. <laughs> bit difficult underground. True. In that case, I might see if I can get a bit more sleep. Rest up a bit before, uh, you know. Sure. Wake me if they get back. Of course. I do wonder how healthy it is. Going to see him like that. I know, but it helps me. I think. It certainly sounded pretty nasty. Well, it didn't look too much better. Uh, there's a, a bench here to your left. Do you mind? Unoccupied. For now. Come on. Sure. <laughs> it always tickles me, coming up here for privacy. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. Personally, I think a city full of snooping cameras and staring eyes really sets the mood. Of course you do. Everything's a bit... shit, isn't it? Not everything. How did he look? He's happy, I think. Does that... does that make him evil? It makes him a cat. And I mean... Sure, it's not a great look for Battersea, but watching it, it's just the gorier bits of a nature documentary on repeat. There's nothing natural about this, though. No. We could still pull him out. You know, like, like the others. No, no. It, it hurts to see him like that, but he's safer there. If we took him, we'd just be putting him in danger. We might even be putting the others in danger from him. You're not still going on about that dream of a giant murderous tunnel cat, are you? <laughs> you know, you're not actually a prophet, hon. Sure, but by this point it wouldn't be the most unlikely thing that's happened to us. And it's not like the tunnels have got any safer with them hanging around. It just feels crap, you know? Doing nothing. We're surviving. Try and help others do the same. That's not nothing. True. Even if it feels like it sometimes. I still care about him, you know. But getting involved will only make things worse. We'd better still be talking about the Admiral. John's doing his best. Yes. Well, his best is us hiding from nightmares in a damp tunnel. It's not his fault. It's, it's not like he wanted it to happen. I know that, right? I know. I know, but the, the truth is I just don't like him. I never have, and I am sick 
of people acting like I should feel so super sympathetic towards him just because he's had a rough time of it. I've had a rough time of it from the second I met him. We all have. He doesn't... Honey... Okay, I can still hate him, even if I don't, you know, blame him, but... You know, you're actually quite similar. Well, then at least I hate consistently. You should really talk to Laverne about that. Oh, trust me, it came up. Day one, I think. <laughs> but all that said, we should still help them. What could we even do for them if John's some kind of all-knowing demigod? Not down there. Martin says they can't find a way up into the Institute. Too risky. I told you about the things down near the stairs, right? Uh, uh, yeah. We can't afford to attract their attention. You're doing it again. Ugh. Look, you, you've been doing so much better recently. I, I know it's really hard to judge risk without a, a sense of fear. But I'm still overcompensating. Well, I mean, not, not necessarily. It is dangerous. But I, I don't see another way out of this. And, and I don't intend to spend the rest of eternity sleeping in a tunnel playing mystery tin. Not even if it was just the two of us. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, maybe I, I could handle that for a bit. But if there's even a small chance we could put things back? You're right. I know you're right. I just hate getting involved. We've always been involved, right? Yeah. At least now it's on our terms. This way, you can get back to podcasting about <laughs> monsters, rather than hiding from them. Ugh, don't. I was just thinking about that yesterday. How much I legitimately miss those shitty ad reads. You know, everything happened just as I was recording one. Oh god, yeah, um, what was it? Slaughterville, uh, the yes. town of a thousand <laughs> corpses. Some god-awful true crime thing based in a, a Colorado town where they were meant to be, like, three serial killers or something. Jesus. I was so proud of the script I did for it as well. Thought I'd really nailed that schlocky pulp vibe without it being super obvious that I was making fun of them. Maybe you could do a rendition for the others. Not sure how well that would sit alongside Aaron's latest hymn. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We'd better head back. It's probably not a great idea leaving that lot with John and Martin unsupervised. Yeah. So, we help them. Well, we're not going up the tower, but yeah. I want my cat back. The Magnus Archives is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was written by Jonathan Sims, produced by Lorianne Davis, and directed by Alexander J. Newell. It featured Jonathan Sims as The Archivist, Alexander J. Newell as Martin Blackwood, Marguerite Kenner as The Unnamed Follower, Anel Godogamora as Aaron, Lydia Nicholas as Melanie King, and Sasha Sienna as Georgie Barker. 
To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online. Tweet us at the Rusty Quill. Visit us on Facebook or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash the Magnus Archives. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Lily McGee, Bruna Thomas, Musbutch, Bridget Smith, Kayla Young, Roblin, Deanna Smith, Whitney Reynolds, Indigo Prince, Jeremiah Okoa, Elsa Bouchard-Lucas, Olivia McRae, Harrison Stanley, Amanda Geisler, Tatum Hedrick, Nero, Romilly, Protect Martin Squad, Judith Bouchard, Emma Firth, Tori, Alex Dempsey, Kate Shipley, Courtney Dietz, Heli Clare, Mime Screaming, Mackenzie Dodd, Erin Leisure, Jay Kun, Aubrey, Michaela Christianos, Micah Rack, Garrett M. Beeg, Flynn, Christy Abraham, Lindsay Lutz, Dree Snow, Curry, Benjamin Horn, Lauren H.P., Just Heather, Claire Burnjack, Ellis Gallagher, Kit Mitten, Raphael Hawke, Mia CM, Leo Nine Raw, Nick Welker, Molly Rose, Daisy Bell. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today. I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.